0: is the title of this devotion. For me, this is the commandment that guards my heart in my relationship with anybody and everybody around me. I would love to be perfect in this, but I know I'm not yet. I sometimes can be pricked a bit about other people's behaviors. I maybe don't react like I used to, but I'm not perfect yet. But one thing I do, forgetting what I was like in the past, I keep pressing on to take a hold of all that for which Christ took a hold of me. You see, Jesus, this is Philippians 3, took a hold of you and me by His indwelling life to conform us to His image. And to enable us here on earth to represent Him who is in heaven so that His life in the love of the father is revealed in us here on earth and as he is in heaven so are we on this earth to represent his love for the father and his love for one another and here in ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 and 2 it says therefore be imitators of god verse 1 as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given Himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for sweet smelling aroma. Walk in love as Christ also has loved us. Jesus said, This commandment I give to you in John 15 that you love even as I love. He said, This commandment I receive from my Father to love you as he loves me. This commandment I give you to love as I love you. You can see Jesus inviting us into the love. He lives in his fellowship with the Father. He longs for us to experience the same love. And he says there in John 15, this is what will cause your joy to become full as you experience the joy I'm having in the love of my Father and begin to share that with others. The reason often people are not happy in life, they're not happy, is because they don't know this love. They get irritated, offended, they're begrudging, they're resentful, they're they were upset, They they keep being ticked off with the other person. And husbands can have this with their own wives and they're not happy at home. And wives can have this with their husbands and they're not happy. And if you try to pull them out of it, you don't understand my husband, rah, rah, rah. Or you don't understand my wife, rah, rah, rah. And folks, anybody could have this. You may say, yeah, but if my wife was different, I'd be happy. Or if my husband was different, I'd be happy. Sadly, that isn't true. And many times you don't notice how much they are not what you think they are, but you just are still upset. And you bring yesterday's issue in today, and you're part of repeating the same problem. And you say, well, that's a bit harsh. No, I don't mean to be harsh. But how can we escape this circle, this little go around the same mountain? We never see improvement. It's by getting filled with the love of our Savior Jesus and letting His love compel us as it says in 2 Corinthians 5.14 and getting so compelled by His love that it moves us to love as He loves. This is His commandment love as I love and I charge you in the Lord have this in your whole nature of being. That commandment I'm going to read it to you John 15 here I mean, these scriptures ought to be so edged in your heart by the Holy Spirit that they constantly pull you back on track if you get all self-pity. Well, he's not, he's not, and if they only, and if well, I wish they would... And that self-pity can be such a trap. And it, and it can be very real because people can be inconsiderate and unkind and self-absorbed. And it's always their issues that they're consumed by. And they don't think about loving you, enjoying you, blessing you. And you feel wanting and needy for love. But I tell you, folks, if you try to find that root satisfaction in your relationship with men, you'll have a hard time finding it. Why? because God insists you to find that in Him. He wants you to delight yourself in Him. He wants you to enjoy the love you have with your Father and then to express it and it becomes, comes back to you over time. Jesus said in John 9, as the Father loved me. You see, Jesus was surrounded by hostility and opposition and He was surrounded by disciples that struggled and that 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 questioned and doubted him and even even rejected him and even denied him but it didn't change him why not because he lived in the love of the father folks your best friend or your 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 best your wife your husband can sometimes make a mistake in the way that they think about you or talk about you or not express their love for you and you can get disappointed and hurt, and, and you can have to bear the, their weakness or their failure. And if you're completely dependent on their love, then it can destroy you, and, and it can be painful to bear, I agree. But if you live on the unfailing love of, of your Father, He will enable you by His love to experience that power that never fails. You see, it says in First Corinthians 13, love, the love of the Father never fails. You see that in Jesus, how perfect that love upheld him and kept him and guided him and enabled him and empowered him. You see, the love of the Father is what we need to feed upon, meditate on. It's that unconquerable goodwill that's undefeatable benevolence. It is absolute beautiful, his love. And there's so much of it. The universe cannot contain it. You will never be able to reach the height, the depth, the breadth, the length of that love that comes to us through Jesus. And nobody can separate us from it. So it's always there for you. But you need to learn to feed on it. You need to learn to find your fulfillment, your rest, your satisfaction, your delight in your heavenly Father's love. And Jesus said, as the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. Oh, I just pray every husband could have that heart of God towards their wives, every husband, every wife can have that kind of love towards your husband, that your love for him is not based on his performance, but based on your dwelling in that holy love of the Father and expressing it for him, not based on his performance. It would drive the devil and his strife and ugly accusations out of your house and out of your marriage. It is the secret of setting you free from self-pity, from always being the victim, always being hurt, for, oh, he's never there for me, or he didn't do this for me, or she didn't do that, or she's not like that. All of that rubbish would be driven out of your house through this love that never fails. Come on now, come on now. Love as Christ loved us is the title of this devotion. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Now this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. I tell you, I will fail in my faithfulness or kindness or goodness to Virginia, no matter how amazing she is, if I don't live in this. I will fail. My natural nature is like any man. Can be wanting, can be needy, can be mopey, complainy, can be pushy, can be demanding, can be unkind, can be harsh. My natural nature is just like the natural nature of any person, but I'm so grateful that I am empowered by this amazing love of my Savior to love as he loves. And his love is kind, and his love is good, and his love is patient, and his love is gracious, and his love is forbearing, and his love is enduring, and his love is faithful and true, and his love Never insists on its own right. It's not vainglorious. It doesn't seek its own glory and honor. It's not self-pity. His love bears up on anything and everything without failing. It's not moping or complaining. It's not self-seeking. It's not self-exalting. It never fails. And this is the power by which your loving Heavenly Father wants you to learn to live. Oh, my dear friends... Let me close with you here out of 1st John chapter 4 starting at verse oh, 9. Let's just start at verse 9 because otherwise it gets too long. I'd love to start earlier, but okay. Verse 9, listen. In this the love of God was made manifest, displayed where we are concerned, in that God sent his Son, the only begotten or unique Son into the world so that we might live through Him. And this is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation, the atoning sacrifice for our sins, beloved. If God loved us so very much, we also ought to love one another. No man has at any time yet seen God, but if we love one another, God abides and remains in us, and His love, that love which is essential His, is brought to completion, to its full maturity, runs its full course, and perfected in us and is perfected in us now by this we come to know perceive and recognize and understand that we abide and live and remain in him and he in us because he has given and imparted to us his own holy spirit Now, beside, we ourselves have seen, have deliberately and steadfastly contemplated and bear witness that the Father has sent his Son as Savior into the world. Anyone who confesses and acknowledges as his own that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides and lives and makes his home in him. And he abides and lives and makes his home in God. And we know and understand and recognize, listen now, and are conscious of by observation and by experience and believe adhere to and put faith in and rely on the love God cherishes for us. You see God is love and he who dwells and continues in love dwells and continues in God and God dwells and continues in this. In this union of communion with him his love is brought to Completion and attains perfection in us that we may have confidence in the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face Him because we know as He is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. But full-grown and complete perfect love turns fear out of the door and expels every trace of terror. You see, fear brings with it the thought of punishment. So he who's afraid has not reached the full maturity of love. It's not yet grown into love's completion, but we love him because he first loved us. Now, love as Christ loved us is the title of this devotion. Begin to think about this. If you see an area in your life where you fall short of expressing the Father's love, of experiencing his love. Don't look at you know let's say Virginia did something and I don't feel loved by her and I could just hammer her about that and I could complain about that and I could make her feel bad about it. i tell you the truth they will not make my situation better. That's not God's way. But I could just say, Father, I thank you for Virginia, that the good work you began in her, you will perfect your love in her. You will perfect your love in her and I thank you for granting me to love her with your love. Oh, Father, I thank you that your love is better to me than life itself. Therefore, my lips praise you and I lift up my hands to your name. I delight myself in your love, Father. I'm satisfied in your love. Your love is so good to me and I thank you for enabling me to love Virginia with your love. Oh, Mraki Sobra Today, God, Father, I worship you in the Holy Spirit's power that I may know your love being poured into my heart by your spirit. Oh, I worship you for your love in my marriage for Virginia and I to live in your great love. And all this love is overflowing in me. It's overflowing in me and it's filling me with the conscious knowledge of God himself in my whole spirit's own body. And I meet Virginia and this love overwhelms us. That's how it works, folks. That's how simple it really is, isn't it? Amen? Have a good day.